And so it is not lost on me that that, of course, was MCA, Adam Yauk, the Beastie Boys, talking about why he did the Tibetan Free Concert or the Music Festival. And I bring it up because, yes, today's May the 4th. Everyone's talking Star Wars. But 10 years ago, uh, Adam Yauk died of cancer. And that forever ended the BC voice. If you grew up in the 80s and the 90s, the 2000s, the Beastie Boys were ever-present. I remember my friends and I were going to go to a party, and it was I wasn't into football, but it was homecoming weekend. And what are they playing as they're going? They, they have the little thing on the track at the, the field at the high school. They're playing Brass Monkey by the Beastie Boys. And the Beastie Boys... I mean, if you think about it, License to Ill at that point was 10 years old, nine years old. People were still listening to it. It was still very much teenagers. I was a teenager and we were listening to License to Ill. Beastie Boys are talking about we want to fight for our right to party. Uh, Brass Monkey, Paul Revere. But as you get older, you start to learn that Paul's Boutique is their masterpiece that they did with the Dust Brothers and it didn't sell but it became forever legendary that that was their best record and it was along with Ill Communication Check Your Head and Hello Nasty which won them some Grammys but Grammys aside um, yeah I was a friend had posted something about it and I thought it's hard to believe it's been 10 years it was 2012 I remember because I was going to go visit some friends in Southern California and I think I was I woke up early and there it was Adam Yauk Beastie Boys dies and they had just been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and here we are the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame they have some new nominees we'll talk about that at another time but it it was interesting and kind of sad that he didn't show up to the Hall of Fame because he wasn't he was he was dying he wasn't doing well so um and what I love is is that Adam Yauk MCA who had that 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 uh raspy uh delivery as an MC that's why I always loved about the Beastie Boys the Beastie Boys were the one there were a few hip hop groups where you know the the Wu Tang Clan for one where everyone starts rapping in unison. So there's, and then there's a few times where someone has like their solo bars, but the Beastie Boys would always do it together. They were, and still are, the uh, Marx Brothers of hip hop because it was just crazy. It was crazy. And then they'd play their own instruments and people lost their minds. And then they did the Sabotage movie with Spike Jones, and then people again lost their minds. Um, but yeah, and then they did intergalactic planetary and the people lost their minds again. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Chuck D said it best. Chuck D gave them a VMA award in the nineties and said, basically the beastie boys were Jackie Robinson in reverse because here they were these three Jewish white guys and people thought they were Puerto Rican. 
because their style, but also I think they were doing skits on the album. And you didn't do those back then. And they didn't have their, their faces on the album cover. And so people didn't know what the Beastie Boys looked like. But then they heard the music and then they saw the videos. And and uh, as we honor Adam Yauch, today is May the 4th. So may the 4th be with you. Just remember, who kicks off that song when they say kick it? But who kicks the door down in the video? Adam Yauch, MCA. Yeah, so that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Stay tuned for the show as we enjoy Star Wars, but also we remember Adam Yauk with the Beastie Boys because there, there's no replacing Adam Yauk 10 years later. It's just not going to happen. So stay tuned. Responsible for the Star Wars universe that we're all living in. Okay. Do you know who that is? Some people don't. Some people do, of course. Some people may also know that his first film was THX, and then he did American Graffiti. <clears throat> but you may not know that. American Graffiti really is inspired by a real place, Modesto, California. There really is a McHenry Avenue where people would cruise, which he did. And that's Mr. George Lucas, who was born in Modesto, California. Not too far from me. So whenever, I remember years ago, I was working in retail. And we're, we're getting the holiday stuff and we're getting Star Wars stuff. And I said, oh, how funny is this that we're doing this and we're not too far from where the creator of this series grew up? And they went, who? And I kind of looked at them and I said, you do know that George Lucas created this whole Star Wars universe, these clothes that we're putting up. And they're like, he did. And I see, yeah, he's from Modesto. And they went, oh, really? And then one of them pulled me aside and said, we never pay attention to that, but thank you. They said, so he's from Modesto? I said, well, he doesn't live here anymore, but 
he still has family in the, the area and he still does business with the area and still uh, I, I think he has some some kind of um, scholarship probably m- with Modesto JC I could be wrong you know but um, yeah today is May the 4th or may the 4th be with you may the force be with you yeah galaxy far away it's it's pretty cool this is this is a celebration and it's not just diehard fans okay when when you tell people oh it's may the 4th well may the 4th be with you and uh everyone everyone is a part of it and i think this this global star wars village that we are now a part of because of like disney plus in the later films and the cartoons really has grown course is good morning was that good morning america or was abc news um will gannis talking about may the fourth be with you now when i was in college (laughs) i learned that there was a gentleman who really inspired this mythology that we all flock to in the Star Wars universe. Mr. Joseph Campbell. Mr. Joseph Campbell, who gained recognition in Hollywood when George Lucas credited Campbell's work as influencing the Star Wars saga. Uh, His publication of The Hero with a Thousand Faces and his theories that have applied a wide variety of modern writers and artists. And 
even George Lucas. George Lucas said that Star Wars is a big soap opera. It's a space soap opera. But yes, Neil deGrasse Tyson has said, well, there's no explosions in space because there's no sound in space. But it's a movie. Let us enjoy the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was going to talk about another movie tonight, but I thought we can save that because today is May the 4th. So if you prescribe to the Star Wars films or if you prescribe to the current, I mean, (laughs) my friends and I all know when, you know, it's May the 4th, of course, there's a there's a new saying in the Star Wars canon. It will do well. Reserve some for the foundlings. As it should always be. The foundlings are the future. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. And how that became an iconic staple right there. Where we all say, may the force be with you. Now it's, this is the way. The Mandalorian, Boba Fett. It has extended the Star Wars universe. And I and I remember telling a friend the last Star Wars film that we know of um, came out in 2019. And I think I saw it before the co- before COVID closed everything. And I said to my friend, What did you think of the movie? He says, Well, we can both agree that the Mandalorian was a lot better. And I said, yes. And I told my friends that I saw the movie with that. And they didn't really agree because they hadn't seen The Mandalorian. And then they would ask me, when is it coming on DVD? I said, it's not going to. It's on Disney+. Plus." They're like, but it has to. I said, no, it's on Disney+. Plus." But but they should put it. No, it's on Disney+. Plus. It's part of the app. Do you think Disney wants to lose money? Oh, let me, let me, let's put it out on DVD. Then everyone's going to bootleg it. Uh-uh. They know that if you want to watch The Mandalorian, you have to go to the app. Now they're already cracking down on password sharing. I don't do that shit. So, if you, if you really want to watch The Mandalorian... You gotta watch it. Doesn't come free. Although, if you have a good friend who will say, hey, come over and watch The Mandalorian. I tried that with someone once and they just looked at their phone. I wasn't offended. I just thought, okay. This is a lot better than those Star Wars films we saw. I mean, nothing against Kylo Ren, but I think the second film, Kylo Ren was coming off as kind of like a Marilyn Manson lost his Wheaties box yeah he was pissed but also it's not lost on me and the people that are no longer with us who are part of the Star Wars universe including um, Peter Mayhew who was uh, Chewbacca the original Chewbacca and of course the princess herself Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. And 
her story. I mean, what what can I say? She's been on this show, or an an, an, an incarnation has been on this show. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars is such an interesting universe, and it's become so diverse. So diverse. You look at the book of Boba Fett. You've got Boba Fett. And you have um, Ming-Na Wen. And you have uh, Pedro Pascal. And then you have Carl Weathers. Wither, Weathers. Withers. Then in the originals, you got Billy D. Williams. So... It's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's not lost on me that in real life, Pedro Pascal and Oscar Isaac are actually really good friends. In fact, it was Oscar Isaac who told Pedro Pascal to take the Mandalorian, and he took it. And so the diversity of the Star Wars universe... And I know some people roll their eyes at that. Well, if you want to go back to the way Hollywood used to be, when um, white actors would play Asian actors like in The Good Earth, okay? <sighs> or um, films where the white actors would put on dark makeup because they're playing uh, Latino or they're playing uh, Middle Eastern. Come on. In fact, the star of the month for Turner Classic Movies never really got to play a role that she wanted to play, which was in The Good Earth. And it was Anime Wong. And Anime Wong, as of, okay, she's one of the first women depicted on the reverse of the quarter. American Women Quarters here. She will also be the first Asian American to appear on U.S. currency. She was the first Chinese American Hollywood movie star. She would have been great in the Star Wars universe. She was in um, Shanghai Express in 1932, directed by Joseph von Sternberg and Marlena Dietrich. They both loved her. And, uh, you know, she was dealt a major blow when she wanted to be uh, in the good earth. But instead, Louise Reiner, who, who was a German actress, got the role. And they put makeup on her and, yeah. So, if you want to go back to that Hollywood be my guest because we're not going back we're not going back just like other things that are in the news we're not going back to 1973 we're going to fight this just want to throw that in there and so without further ado Carrie Francis Fisher so Carrie today's May the 4th yes it's, it's an interesting day Unfortunately, I'm not alive to go to Comic-Con 
to visit my fans and also my merry band of stalkers that me, Harrison, and um, Mark will all have for our unnatural lives. Have any of them tried to contact you from the beyond, Carrie? Well, besides you, but you know, the way you seance is so friendly. You conjure us and we come in and we talk about shit. And I know in this perfect, well, it's not a perfect world where you're at, but in the afterlife, things just simmer like southern tea. All right? We spill the tea. And I know that you're going to get me to say, may the force be with you. Thank you, Princess Leia. You know, the fact that I'm finally getting my star on the Walk of Fame, and I've been dead for five fucking years, and I am the daughter of Debbie Reynolds and, well, Eddie Fisher. May he rest in peace. Are you surprised by, I mean, May the 4th? I mean, we were doing this when you were alive. Yes. It's taken on a whole life of its own. Really has. I've never really said that I was Princess Leia. I was the custodian of Princess Leia, who resides in my hair. I love when you did wishful drinking and you had the hair and you and you did Hollywood 101. What made you want to do that? Look, I've been writing and living for decades. And people would always approach me and say, Do you want to put the hair back on? Now, for the final films, I thought about it. Unfortunately, I didn't live to see the last two. So I was computer generated. And it was a, and it was a fucking ball. Thank you, Carrie Fisher. Don't mention it. And so here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, we can we can conjure them. We can conjure them, have them on to talk about Star Wars. It's also not lost on me, and I hope it's not lost on you to the audience, that many of the Star Wars actors have gone on to, I wouldn't say bigger things, because Star Wars is always going to be there. Mark Hamill, of course, is the voice of the Joker on Batman. He has a hilarious Twitter Twitter, where he eviscerates the far right and sometimes they need to be eviscerated Harrison Ford is still continuing to play Indiana Jones and next year at the age of 81, well 80 I I think it's going to come out right right before he turns 81 but this year Harrison Ford is turning 80 an 80 year old Indiana Jones George Lucas doesn't make films anymore. He produces them. He sold the Star Wars catalog, which is very understandable. Um, George Lucas has often said that he didn't really want to make Star Wars films. He wanted to make more films like American Graffiti. And that's why he only directed the first one. And then he had other people direct Star Wars and then it wasn't until the prequels the episodes you know in the 90s 
that he went back to ter- directing them. Because if you remember, he was producing a lot. He was producing the Indiana Jones films. He was producing and young Indiana Jones for television. So, uh, you know, and also to hear the other actors talk about George Lucas. At the time in the 70s, he didn't really have much to say. Of course, he did famously tell Carrie Fisher when she asked if she could wear a bra that there was no underwear in space. Well, obviously, that changed with Natalie Portman in The Phantom Menace. So a lot has changed in the Star Wars universe, but nothing, it's still that may the force be with you. And so here we are, may the fourth be with you. And so we all understand that whether you're a major Star Wars fan or whether you're not. And so now, finally, back without further ado, Carrie Francis Fisher. Thank you. Yes, um, George Lucas said, there's no underwear in space. But then, decades later, the woman who played my mother, Queen Amadillo, I joke, was wearing a bra. And so I brought this up to George, and George said, Carrie, it's been decades. I said, well, George, you haven't been turned into a Pez dispenser. May the force be with you. Thank you, Carrie Fisher. So here we are. Decades later. It's been 45 years since Star Wars came on to the scene. Now, don't be surprised, but I wasn't alive yet. Okay? I am not a child of the 70s. I was born right toward the end of 1980 so thankfully I missed the cutoff or no I made it just to be to to remain as a a generation Xer because trust me I don't want to be a millennial and nothing against you millennials but well the great Pamela Andlon said it best when her daughter called her a boomer and she says, I am not a boomer. I am Generation X. We're the coolest generation. Yeah, because from 1965, I think, to 1980-81, that's Generation X. Or in my case, sometimes, Triple X. <laughs> I, had to, I had to throw that in there. The X. Like Malcolm X. Yeah, I like that. Zorro, the X. Oh, no, that's a Z. Never mind. <laughs> There was a movie in the, in the 1930s, I think it was called Madame Max. I had a friend that I went to high school with, and when I'd go to her parties, she lived not too far from me. I don't know where she is now. Um, her younger brother would call me Planet X. I thought, okay, that's cool. I'll take that nickname. I like it. Um, but, so yeah. And the Generation X crowd... We grew up on Star Wars. Totally did. I mean, you look at Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, who is the Mandalorian, grew up watching Star Wars. So I'm, and he did say that moved him at one point, as here he is. He is becoming a role 
on a series that he grew up loving. And he's one of the f- and he's and he's a Latino actor and he's very aware of that as well. And I was telling someone that once I was telling a student's parents we were ta- and I was wearing a Mandalorian mask. And the, how their daughters love the Mandalorian. I said, you know, he's Latino. And they went, what? I said, yes. Watch the other episodes. He's going to take off the mask. Okay. His real name is Pedro Pascal. As is Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac who plays Poe Dameron. So, yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars is very firmly in the 21st century and beyond. What's going to happen next? We don't know. That is up to the genius minds of John Favreau and uh, Dave Filani. That is up to them. What they've created is is genius. It is it is pure genius, and we have to celebrate that. The fact that John Favreau directed the first Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr. And then to go on to do The Mandalorian. Pinch yourselves because that's pretty awesome. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have that that comeback kid of Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was making the rounds. He was doing supporting roles. And then when he wanted to do Iron Man the insurance company was like uh, 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 no and John Favreau had to fight for him and what we got was Iron Man the Marvel Universe begins I mean it didn't begin with Iron Man but that's the first movie and this this cinematic episodic universe was born and it and it and it I wouldn't say it rivals Star Wars. It's right there along with Star Wars. And how kids are drawn to it. And so George Lucas really did make his mark by making a film for kids. And here we are 40, 45 fucking years later. We love it. And people have made fun of it. And there's Comic-Con. I've never been to Comic-Con. I've always wanted to go. Mainly also because I am a Doctor Who fan. I am what we call a Whovian. I love the Star Wars universe, but I love Doctor Who even more. Yes, because it's British. Yes, because it's different. And it's been around for 50, almost 60 years. 59 years. So, and, it, and, it's, and it's a space drama. Just like Star Wars. You have people that die. You have people that you fall in love with in the Doctor Who universe. Now, that would be something. That would be something to have the Marvel universe and Star Wars universe and Doctor Who all collide. Wouldn't that be something? Who knows, who knows what the future is? And so with Star Wars... Star Wars really is an institution because there are kids, there are big kids, there are kids at heart who continue to love these characters. I have a Mandalorian mask. 
I don't know what to tell you. Sometimes I wear it, yeah, for fun. I have a lot of Baby Yoda, uh, Luke. I love Chewbacca. I, who, who doesn't love a Wookiee? What's What's interesting is years ago when this is this is, there's a point to this. George Lucas and Spielberg were casting for Indiana Jones. If you've seen it, you know about the the, the backstory and how. Spielberg said, why don't you get Harrison Ford? And George Lucas said, I would, but I don't want him to be my Bobby De Niro. And he didn't mean that as an insult because Harrison Ford was in American Graffiti and he was also in Star Wars as Han Solo. So here he is again, going to work with George Lucas and Steven Spielberg because Robert De Niro was so known for working with Martin Scorsese from Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, Mean Streets. Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese are synonymous just as you know Denzel and Spike and um, Samuel L. Jackson and Spike Lee and Del oh, Delroy Lindo, I love Del Delroy Lindo is such a great actor. I would love to see him in the in the Star Wars universe. Now Samuel L. Jackson in the Star Wars universe, the fact that he got a purple lightsaber, now that's a bad motherfucker. Okay. And that's what I love about Star Wars is that all of these great actors want to play the late Max von Sydow was in the later Star Wars films Peter Cushing and of course Sir Alec Guinness Sir Alec Guinness wasn't too fond of the Star Wars universe because he was a Shakespearean trained actor he had been in Bridge on the River Kwai he was in Dr. Zhivago I love Dr. Zhivago you think of the people that were in Star Wars I mean the voice of Darth Vader is James Earl Jones come on Carrie Fisher Harrison Ford Mark Hamill Nida Seymour yeah Natalie Portman I mean think about that Natalie Portman and then what was the Hayden Christensen is Darth Vader. And of course, my personal favorite. Yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming to Disney+. And I've saved the best for last. I have always been a fan. And how could you not? With Mr. Ewan McGregor. I loved him as Halston. Oh, my God, I loved him as Halston. And he deserved that Emmy and he won. And we all we all fell hard for him in train spotting. So here we go. This is the Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's coming to Disney Plus. Get ready. I'm not gonna binge it, okay? 
not going to be. It's coming May 27th. If you want to come over and watch my Disney Plus, it's going to be like Field of Dreams. If you put it on, they will charge. May 27th, Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming to Disney Plus. So we're, we're going to have an interesting May. We're going to have George Carlin on May 20th, and then we're going to have Obi-Motherfucking-Wan Kenobi. The Star Wars show sees its story begin 10 years after the events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Obi-Wan Kenobi faced the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, who turned to the dark side and became the evil Sith Lord, Darth Vader. The Obi-Wan Kenobi series stars Ewan McGregor and sees the return of Hayden Christensen, really, as Darth Vader. The Star Wars Disney Plus show also features Joel Egerton, Bonnie Pessy, and many others. Oh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. I didn't know that. Ice Cube's uh, son. So yeah, here we are. I saved the best for last. A a wonderful little Easter egg. I didn't even think I was going to share that, but there you go. It's the Star Wars universe. So may the fourth be with you. And those of us who are now present... This is the way.